Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Once I think, remember too, whenever uh, it was, we found the the German Scheiser porn. That's not a lot of each other. You're in twerk classes over there. That's what yeah, I mean. yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> the fitness class. Working on them TikTok videos you like so much. Dead face. Right in front of you. Welcome back to the Judge Torum. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. And uh, I left Adam to his own devices. Will he be benevolent with his newfound authority or reign with a vulgar display of power? So, on to our opening sponsor. Everyone likes presents, balloons, and cake. Do you know why? It's because birthdays are the best. Adam wrote the episode. So, I'm to let him know. And what is better than your stupid birthday? <laughs> Celebrity birthdays. Because they're pretty, rich, and all around better than you, and you know it. So, here's a special birthday shout out to Ms. Black Eyed Peas, her pants, Fergie, the prettiest young lady in the Goonies, <laughs> and Ramsey, Mama Fratelli. <laughs> The diva of my Christmas gift wrapping marathon, Queen Mariah Carey. Keyboardist from my favorite band, Genesis, Tony Banks. And controversial film director, screenwriter, in friend of the podcast, Quentin Tarantino. He likes to say the big words. He does. He says a lot of big yeah. words. Shoots a lot of people and says big words. So I guess you didn't read through my notes before no. today, huh? No, I was on. I was on that caught you a little off. Guard. I was on flights, lots of flights. <laughs> that caught you off guard. So our real the, the notes are perfect. Our real sponsor, uh, Bash Brew Beer Fest 2022 rolls on with Brews and Bruises Festival. Scheduled to take over the Ross Draper Ice Center on June 4th. Come see live pro wrestling and delicious craft beer from breweries all over the nation and right, right here in Pittsburgh. Tickets are still available right now, so head on over to Brews and Bruises on Facebook to snag yours up right now. Just make sure you tell them that the boys sent you. So we are back in the Jojatorium. We still have it to ourselves for another week. That's going to change here because I have secured guests. They will be here. Oh, uh, I don't know who any of them are even still. Yeah. I'll have to keep things a secret because now that I'm seeing these notes, you may not be trustworthy. I might, I might have slipped. I might have slipped some stuff in. I'm and and I promised you I wouldn't read them, and I didn't. And we'll just find out what happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Papa, Papa went traveling. Yeah, you left me. You left me. I here did all week. I did. And touring um, by myself. And uh, I just wanted to come back and let you know that uh, I'm a West Coaster now. Clearly. I see that. I'm I'm good to go. Fancy new duds. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what did you get into in? Uh, well, should we just say California, or do you want to be more specific about where you so I went to Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got into crypto. You got into crypto? Yeah. I you, made, you made the trip there to get into crypto? Well, it became a byproduct of my trip there. I got into crypto while I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I bought some of the coins. The crypt, Yeah. Which Crip ones? Like Dogecoin? Bitcoin? I don't know. The, I don't Ethereum? Know. No. Uh, avocado. 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 Uh, avocado. Coin? Yeah, avocado. avocado yeah, coin. not just avocados because they're pretty valuable nowadays. They are. Yeah. Not, yeah, but that's here's the thing though. It was like a guy from Minnesota he called avocado, and then there was a guy from the West Coast called it avocado. He put it together and he's avocado crypt coin, and that's what they call me. Like around one beers. Yeah, it's 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 Maddie Avocado Crypty. That's <laughs> that's your name now. Yeah, that's what they call me. Do you do you have like a position? Title? Yeah, <laughs> I'm my own boss. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, oh, cool. I bought my I bought my suit with the money I'm going to make. How's the the money you're going to make? Like guaranteed money or? Well, it's the money that happens when you buy crypto. 
if it if it appreciates, if it goes up in value. Yes. No, no, no. The, the guy I bought it from says there's a return. There's a big return on initial investments. Oh, okay. So I know, like hedge funds are what historically like ten percent at best. Yeah. I'm getting eighteen percent. That's what he. That's what he. That's what I was told. Yeah. What, he, within how much time? The instantly. Like I, I'm getting money back. Already. Yeah. Like right or now. Or well, you should be. I had to give him my my PayPal sign in and then he's gonna put the money in like he's like it's you buy in and then he basically manages your funds so but like, it's an instant return the suit yeah you've already bought yeah without it hitting your account yet no it's there okay. it's there it's there avocado crypt crypto you just listen man what he did he's like google it and i was like i don't have time to google anything so he just sends me the link and he goes you you check this and then when you put $500 minimum investment, so I was like, okay, I'm going 1500 because I want to make sure that I'm <clears throat> like ahead of the game. So I did that. And he's like, dude, you're going to get 19% back. And I was like, I can't, I don't know what I'm going to do with all my extra money. So I was like, I'm already in Sacramento. I should go get like a nice tailored suit. So I did. I went and got a suit. So you invested it mm -hmm. with the link he sent you. You didn't have to, you had time to get together the money and invest in it, but not Google this independently? Yeah, because it, it was like, all you had to do is click one button and it, you just sign into your PayPal and then he takes control of your PayPal to put the money in. So it's oh. like, the money's already there in my PayPal. He took the money and now it's, yeah. And, and you bought the suit. Yes. And you brought this gentleman with you that I don't know yet. Yeah. This is Chavez. He's my assistant. You got a personal assistant now. Yeah. And a suit. Yeah. Okay. And some mysterious man has your... He's PayPal not, account. He's not mysterious. He's Mr. Avocado. His name's Greg. Greg Avocado. Yeah, Greg, Greg Avocado. Avocado coin. Yeah. You know what I do for a living, right? Yeah, you brew beer. No, no. <laughs> like my real job. Forensic accountant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. It's yeah. A, it's a scam. No, it's. <laughs> Listen, dude. Just because for one time <clears throat> I did something that you do better than you, and you know it, now you're going to be jealous, and you're going to look something up. And you're just going to – you you type these notes and then you make fake sites to look up and then tell me that I'm wrong. So are, did you just invest or do you have to recruit other people to invest, Matt? Well, that's how you get more percentage back. You recruit more people. Mm -hmm. So I'm at 19% now because I went I, – I, I put in $1,500. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm here. And Chavez is in. <clears throat> Chavez came in so under me. one under you. Yeah. And he gets – Congratulations. He gets 15% back. And his 15%, he feeds me 5%. So now I get – 24%. So the more people under you, the more money you make. Yeah. And it kind of go. And, <clears throat> and, and it told me, Greg Avocado told me, if I get enough people, check this out. Seriously. With promo code DWTB, avocadocrypto.com, you can propel yourself to diamond status. And there, it's 25% returns on all investments. All you have to do is just you, – you can't use PayPal because it's not as secure. Mm. You have to actually have like a regular like bank account. Oh, yeah? And then you have to give them that because like, he said something about like route numbers. Routing numbers are more like stable than, than PayPal. So, so, you know, I can't wait. I'm using my own promo code right now to up the money. And, dude, Chavez back there, he isn't going to say much. But I'm going to tell you right now, Chavez, he's happy. I, he looks it. Yeah. He's yeah. So what I did for Chavez is he's supposed to give me 5%. I only take four. I let him keep a percent. That's like his pay. I think you're in a pyramid scheme. That's I, not, no. Because pyramid, pyramid schemes go like this. Yeah. This, this is just like this. I'm just a little higher than the next person and they help feed me money and then I take care of them. Okay. And, okay. I, feed, and I feed <clears throat> Greg Avocado. We'll see. Yes. 
Craig Avocado. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll see how this works out for you. I'm going forward. <laughs> I think we've already seen how this works. Do out. you mind slumming it and drinking round one beer with me? Yeah. yeah. Actually, before that, did you go uh, besides this? Lucrative investment. Any good food or drinks in Sacramento? That was a good lunch when I met Greg. So I went to a place called Sauced. And um, so it's like Kansas City barbecue meets Sacramento, uh, like, sustainability. So everything there is, like, farm to table, which is pretty Ooh, cool. Nice. And they really focus on smoking meats. Uh, <clears throat> they actually have a bunch of, like, vegetable alternatives, which, you know, I like because I'm West Coast now, of course. I was already kind of West Coast, but now I'm super West Coast. Um, I had a, a, a nice jackfruit pulled jackfruit sandwich it was so really, healthy it was really good yeah um and then they have they had like 50 beers on tap and the first 10 are in-house beers that are made in collabs with other breweries in california it's like one was, was stone oh cool it was uh it was a blondale that they made um it was it had like a little bit of a smokiness to it they, they had a little something to it i, I the hard part is they didn't have everything listed out on the menu. It was just like what it was and some of the flavor profiling. I saw Blondale smoky, and I was like, Stone, serve Blondale it up. Smoky. Yeah, serve it up. Yeah, that was good. Um, uh, then I went to uh, Rustiller. Uh, it's a little brewery actually down in the heart of Sacramento. They have a 40-acre farm. They grow all their own hops and barley, and they brew beer there and bring it into Sacramento and serve cool. it there. I had a coffee red ale. Oh, that sounds good. It was amazing. It was so good. I I was really excited to talk to uh, the woman who was pouring the beer too, because I was like, oh, so you're part of the brewing process then, right? And she goes, no, 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 no. I do the farming and the serving, and then there's a whole other team that does the brewing. And I asked her, like, you know, like what's the what's the makeup of that? And it's like, it's a great representation of like what we're trying to do here in Pittsburgh: is men, women, people of color. Uh, they're all coming together to farm and brew the beer and serve the beer. So it's it's really cool, man. I was really awesome. impressed by it. And then, like, West Coast Sushi, hit a couple places. Absolutely. Really good. Gotta, gotta yeah. do it. Yeah. No, it was good, dude. Um, and the nightlife was really nice. Uh, I beat a homeless guy at uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors. Well, he beat Thank goodness you finished that sentence. Well, he beat me. <laughs> Took a weird pause at I beat a homeless guy. Well, yeah. Well, at he... Rock, Paper, Scissors. <laughs> mm. Sorry. <laughs> that, was a, that was a long pause. Yeah, I had to clear my throat a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I was I was at a Starbucks and just getting a cup of coffee. And uh, this guy just making eye contact with me. He started doing like the Rochambeau thing. And I was like, oh, he was, I got time. So I started doing it back. And I saw he was just only throwing rock. So I said, I was like, you don't challenge that. It's mental health one-on-one. You don't challenge them. You, yeah. you got to throw the you game. Just give in. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I want, you know, I was like, here, just trying to like. He wants to have a good time. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. I also want to have a good time. You better watch out, though. If you lose too many times, you might end up in, like, California Squid Games. Yeah. Oh, you know You know? That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. They'd yeah. be like, oh, this. How much avocado toast can you eat? Yeah. Like, yeah. like oh, Greg Avocado has his oh, underling here. I brought avocado. Yeah. Again, and, like, I, like, I'd be like, oh, he's an underhanded crypto guy, and we got to teach him a lesson. I think it's time for round one beers. Okay. Hey, I, I think you're getting scammed. That's all I'm going to say. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll all show right. you what I'm reading. During the break. And- well, I'm glad you got your own. Chavez. Here you go, Cheatski. Thanks, nice. Chauncey. Or Chavez. Ch- Chavez. 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 So what do we got? <laughs> this is the newest thing out of my poor little brewery here that's not in crypto. Uh, at least not avocado coin. Um, and it's the... Right now, it's lazily named Clouds Over California version 2. <laughs> um, but it's really just another hazy IPA recipe we came up with. 
um, using the same sim- a similar base to what the Clouds Over California we had on a few episodes ago was. But we flipped up the hops. It's uh, Simcoe, Idaho 7, and Mosaic with a little bit of Citra in the dry hop along with a ton of Mosaic in the dry hop. Yeah. I so, can, yeah. I what do you think? tell you, man, uh, I know when we were talking last time, you, you wanted your, your prior version to be a little dankier. And you definitely achieved it here. This is really good, man. Uh, that Simcoe really shines. And I, and I think the the little pinch of citra you put in there really helps the the fruit kind of come forward. I like this, man. So you said, what was the big change that you said that you did with this one? Just so, just so when I pitched this recipe. <laughs> it was I'll, mainly yeah. just switching the hops out. Okay. So you switched out what for what? Oh, so I switched out uh, Columbus for Simcoe. And I switched out um, one called Sabro for the Idaho 7. Okay, cool. Oh, wow. And then I upped the dry hop. Okay. And that's that's probably the, that, that extra But it's dang. the same dry hop. It's just like <clears throat> doubled. It's really good, man. I think most of that, what you're think, what you're like that dank bitterness, yeah. that's mostly the Simcoe. That's how It's kind of like yeah. uh, almost like a dirty, mm-hmm. in a in the best way possible, like a yeah. dirty gym sock, <laughs> like a rotten, an yeah. overripe fruit. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. I know. I know what you're saying. It's. It's kind of weird when you describe beers, but that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah, skunky, a little skunky. Yeah, yeah. and I, li- I like that. Oh, it's so good. Um, so while we sip on this this bad boy, Adam, it looks like you found a whole lot of news uh, for me here. So from Buckle to Bell to Bellator and back, the boys bring you the best combat news in the biz. Uh, WrestleMania builds. So we're looking at Seth Rollins right now. There's still no opponent that we're seeing for uh, Seth Rollins right now. And the rumor is still that it's going to be Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes did sign a contract. He is in with WWE. However, we don't know when the performance arc is going to be. So right now, if you could roll the dice and put Seth Rollins in a match, who would you want to put him in there with? Somebody other than Cody? He can't pick Cody Rhodes. Who's not booked yet. Yeah. I'd go with, um, I think I'd have to go with Finn Balor. Mm. I like that a lot. I actually would like to uh, see, kind of take three guys who are not booked and take the IC champ, Mr. Ricochet, take the U.S. champ, Finn Balor, and take Seth Rollins and kind of throw him in a nice little cage match or something. Those are three amazing wrestlers. i like to see what they all do together. I think it's going to be Cody Rhodes. I think it's going to be Cody. I think it should be. If you're saving him for the Raw after, it's yeah. kind of a – it's not a bust, but it's kind of – it's lame. It's kind of disappointing. Yeah. It's lame. It's lame. Uh, we were just saying, uh, nothing booked for the IC champ, uh, Ireland's favorite wrestler, Rick O'Shea, Rick O'Shea and the U.S. <laughs> champion, Finn Balor. Uh, so we could fancy book it real quick to see. For those guys. Yeah. See, I don't even know who else isn't booked. We're going big here, right? The most stupendous yeah. pay-per-view. The best pay-per-view. The most stupendous pay-per-view. I don't wear a suit for nothing. Yeah. Okay. You're doing the hand points. Doing a lot of those. How about we unify those titles? That's a great way to fantasy book it. They're yeah. already they're already doing that with the world title, so That's why not do it with your just keep that rolling card title? And, and I'll say this too, because you don't give a shit about them. Well, so you might as well put them together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is uh, Drew McIntyre in a match yet? He is. Yeah, he's uh, wrestling. Um, He's wrestling Madcap. No. No, I hope not. He's oh, he's, oh Corbin. Corbin, that's Probably. it. Yeah, yeah, with Madcap on the side, I'm sure. Uh, okay. Well, that would have been my pick. I don't know who else isn't wrestling right now. Mm. Who wouldn't be on the card? Well, the hard part is that they, they cut a lot of their roster, so you're seeing a majority of the roster all yeah. in. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd like to bring uh, Swerve back to fight either of these guys. That would have been awesome. Um, That's not happening. (laughs) Who's my boy? Like, the super technical wrestler guy that had a great match with Daniel Bryan back when he was in. Who did, like, the PowerPoint presentations. Oh, shit. Uh, No, he's not in the Alpha Academy. No, no. No, he's not in the Alpha Academy. I'm trying to remember who he's... Drew Gulak. That's it. I'd like him versus Finn. Yeah, that would be And Swerve versus Ricochet. That would be fun, except yeah. we're just never going to see. Yeah, well, we're never going to see that. It's fantasy booking. It is fantasy, and that would be really awesome. I do like Drew Gulak. At He's some point, kind of like fantasy, like super fantasy. I just hope at some point all these promotions just take the doors off the hinges, and everyone can just have a super card. I just want a yeah. super card. Have that thing. Like everyone has this weird boner for Dallas. Just put it down there in the AT and T Stadium, and just bring in like that would be a four night thing. Could you imagine like Will Ospreay like coming down there and wrestling Swerve Scott for That'd be pretty cool? That would be incredible, man. Like just so many cross platforms you can have fantasy matches. Even Impact had like Josh Alexander's looking great. I'd love to see him do something against a bigger opponent. He got deported. Did he? Yeah. Oh shit. I don't know if they took care of it yet, but he yeah, he had to go back to Canada and he was like fixing cars. That's tough, yeah, man. That sucks for him. Good lord. Uh, so WWE is cutting it close with some of their best in-ring workers while Knoxville and uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, I confuse Logan the Paul, Paul the older one. Yeah. yeah, Logan Paul, they're getting lots and lots of time. And this is actually showing to the buildup to this pay-per-view. You're seeing celebrities before they would get a couple spots here and there leading up to pay-per-views. But now you're seeing full-blown story development. Yeah, they're getting the most promotion out of anybody. Yeah. At this point, you're going to see those matches having the similar level of hype as the championship matches. And I can tell you, selfishly, I am kind of into the whole Johnny Knoxville match. I am. I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do. I'm glad the new Jackass hit Paramount Plus this week. Oh, yeah. I'm that, watching that this weekend. That's yeah, weekend. Yeah. We're recording on Friday. I'm watching it Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Same season. So, Adam, it says here you watched Raw this week. So, I what did? What, you, you left pun- me here. I was bored. <laughs> So I punished myself. Yeah, you punished yeah I was into nihilism this week. Okay. Um, and I will say that uh, Kevin Owens and Becky were the highlights, both with promos, not in-ring action. And the rest was very meh, very mid, as some of our favorite wrestlers would say. Very um, but KO fake popped the crowd. I don't know if you saw what he did. No, no. He dressed up. He cosplayed like Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> right off the top of the show. Uh, glass break. Austin Titantron. And out walks this bald bearded man the yeah. crowd goes nuts and then they zoom in and it's kevin owens <laughs> and like it just brought me so much joy because everybody sadness. was like live streaming themselves and their reaction and just getting pissed all at the same time I'm like yeah fuck you fucking gen zers see it would have been nice if i would have saw that stuck on your instagram filters what i could have done at the same time as soon as they were all disappointed and vulnerable i could have hit wrestling community twitter and pitched Avocado Crypt Coin. Get the fuck out of here. So then he did it again. He's in the ring talking shit on Steve Austin. <laughs> and like, you know, takes the dramatic pauses looking away from the ramp. Glass breaks again. Titan Tron lights up again. Yeah. And he like panics. Totally sold it. Great. Yeah. And then just fucking laughed at the crowd. So gosh, you can So no stone cold. Um, and then, oh, geez, I think two hours passed. <laughs> Because that was at the very beginning. And Becky Lynch came out for a promo. Uh, they're doing a, an angle where she injured Bianca Belair now. A crest or larynx, right? No. Well, maybe. Like her, her throat. She yeah. Her throat. I know that's what happened to Becky. 
I don't okay. know. I think it is a throat-related injury. Yeah. I think she just, like, eye for an eider or whatever. Oh, Lex Talionis. Yeah. <laughs> so Becky came out and cut a promo just sitting on a chair in the middle of the ring, um, stating how she sold her soul to the devil to become champion, and Bianca Belair is too vain and too proud to do that to win the title, so she's not going to win. And it was, like, really deep and really dark and yeah. delivered much better than I can explain right now. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. It was that. dark. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I was, yeah. I'll have to go back and watch it because I watched that 27-second debacle, and it looked like Becky Lynch was having a great time. Yeah. She didn't sell her soul to and she, anybody. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she also said she injured Bel Air on purpose. She said Bel Air injured her by accident, which was legit. Yeah. And this one's storyline, but... She said she did it on purpose because she ain't got no soul. She's kayfabing. Just filming him. <laughs> Just filming it. Just filming that. Um, so some breaking news that you didn't get to read. I'll yeah. cover it real quick oh, for you. you. So today, late breaking, right before we went live on the podcast, Triple H retired from in-ring, being an in-ring performer. Really? Yeah. Um, Is that he, like that, that cardiac event he had? He opened up about what it was. He had viral pneumonia, which uh, resulted in liquid being in his lungs and around his lungs and his blood pressure dropped dramatically like to 22 beats a minute Jesus I think. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's like Lance Armstrong level. Yeah, but it wasn't supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't train for that. And he was and he was coughing up blood and he actually has um a defibrillator now in his chest or pacemaker I guess is the yeah. the street term for that. Um so he was quoted saying it's a really emotional interview he gave too. It's on YouTube so you yeah. can look it up. But he ended it uh they ended by asking him about his in-ring and you know, being an athlete, being a former champion, when when do you get back in the ring? And he said, for me, uh, as far as in-ring, I'm done. I won't. I never uh, will wrestle again. And f uh, First of all, I have a defibrillator in my chest, which it's not a good idea to wrestle and get zapped on live TV. <laughs> um, so kind of a light uh, end to the interview. Yeah. But he got really emotional, like, thinking about his kids. And he, almost, he literally was on the, you know, the five-yard line to not making it. Yeah. Um, and is now recovering. He looked great, uh, which... He looked like himself, so that's good. That's good. And then in lighter news, mm -hmm. and in kind of happy, at least well-deserved news, uh, Shad Gaspard is going to receive the Warrior Award oh, this nice. year for the uh, Hall of Fame. Wonderful. Um, so he's a he's a former tag team wrestler uh, who actually went by that name in WWE, um, and he passed away. Was it the beginning of, like beginning of twenty twenty? Yep. I think um, he was at the, at the beach. His son got caught in a riptide in the ocean. He went out, saved his son, and, but he got pulled out yeah. and passed away. Um, so I think it's a well-deserved, uh, I think maybe they should have did it sooner, but I'm also kind of glad cause now there's a crowd yeah. to kind of be there. Yeah. Um, so well-deserved and hopefully his family will get to be there and yeah, I hope so. All that good stuff. And it'd be cool too for his son to see how much sacrifice there was from his dad. Right. To, to secure his life. Yeah. yeah. I think that'll be cool. Especially after some of the yeah. hall of famers the past couple of years that didn't deserve shit. Yeah. Not warrior award, but just like. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I think, too, with all the... Some of the celebrities they're putting I mean, in. You have Scott Hall passing away, Triple H retiring, Big E being hurt. Like, all these things are happening. It, it's nice to have something positive to look for. And that Warrior Award is... It, it was it was sullied a little bit, but I think this year, this is a good choice. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a really strong Hall of Fame all around. Yeah, I think so, too. So, you got their Big E? You got a little Big oh, E? Oh, am I going to continue this? Yeah, Well, do. speaking of Big E, Big E gave a uh, status update on his injury. Uh, I went on Twitter while you were gone. Yeah? Yeah. And from the E-Man's Twitter, uh, he had his first doctor's appointment. Uh, uh, he said, had my first doctor's appointment in learning. I nearly escaped a stroke, paralysis, or death. 
this is very sobering. Life feels even more precious and valuable now. Um, so, yeah, it was apparently millimeters from a millimeter this way, stroke, millimeter the other way, death or paralysis. Jesus, man. So he got very lucky, yep. um, making it look a little less likely that he'll ever return. But um, yeah. who knows? We've but seen I, crazier stuff happen. I think I'd rather see him not return to wrestling but remain functioning than the opposite. You know what I mean? And that the most surprising thing out of all of this story is that you went on Twitter I did. Yeah. Just for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I got right out of there. Place, You're like, this, this is a zoo. The place is toxic. It really is. <laughs> so now to throw the news to you, your yeah. boy uh, Pimblay, he, he won his fight last weekend. He sure we, did. We covered it on the podcast uh, last week. What a terrible fight. It's pretty one-sided. What a terrible say? fight. Yeah. Speaking of which, Big John McCarthy stated, I uh, I, I just want to see Pimblay, Pimblet. Pimblay? Pimblay is fine. Pimblay against better competition. I've seen him against better competition in Cage Warriors than I'm seeing uh, him compete with in the UFC. And Tell me I'm lying. I won't because you're not. Yeah. That's that's 100% on point. And he looked like he was in trouble for a second on the ground, and then he flipped it right around. Yeah, I think he got cocky, and then, then he realized, oh, crap, I better actually win the fight like I'm supposed to here in, in, in London. Right. Um, I need to see him fight. A higher caliber striker. I need to see him fight someone who can actually stand to a good fight. Too. Yeah, um, he's too good to. Know. But th- I, it goes back to me saying, I think Dana White wanted to give him the Conor McGregor moment, the 2014 right. Ireland pop. I yeah, I agree. I just think it was for whatever reason so delayed. Like he's been yeah. he's been in fights already. He's been not featured, but like people know who he is already. Where McGregor was kind of like a showcase. We already know what Patty yeah. can do. So, Well, I think at this point now, you're going to start seeing Patty and O'Malley start to get pushed a lot more. O'Malley's another one. As soon yeah. as he goes against stiff competition, he folds, he folds up. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see them getting pushed. They have to. They, they, they need young stars. They need young stars. They need a superstar. They need to sell tickets because despite the fact that the streaming sales are up in Building attendance is, sta- is stale, stagnant, whatever you want to say. Yeah. They need to boost that. Dana might have to send for Hook. You don't even know me. Anyway, <laughs> what about this next one, Matt? You want to take that? Oh, yeah. Jorge Masvidal is under investigation for felony battery after allegedly assaulting uh, Colby Covington. Yeah. I, I figured I'd give you this one about your two favorite guys. I don't like either of these guys, but I will say I give Masvidal some credit because he was like i don't think that we handled this in the octagon you talk too much shit i saw you out there you saw me see you and then i came to your house and i fucked you no, up. no not his house no, not a restaurant, a restaurant yeah. a steakhouse. steakhouse so i'm gonna get in your grill i'm gonna breathe in your face you're gonna smell my breath and i'm gonna go what <laughs> But from the sound of things, it looks like Masvidal may be in serious trouble because I think there's like 11 aggravated yeah, assault charges. Yeah, I think charges. it's pending felony assault. Yeah, and those will get dropped down he a little bit. Tooth. That's tough, man. Yeah. But then again, too, Covington's getting roasted on Twitter. Oh, yeah, because he didn't do – he's just a big old crappy – and then he tried to get left out of the police report so they wouldn't know it was him. <laughs> all know it was but it, there were cameras everywhere. <laughs> it's like TMZ only follows you. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, there's claims that Masvidal, like, called up TMZ. He was like, show up at this steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, apparently the whole thing was sparred by uh, Covington claiming he was the king of Miami. Oh. So these guys, these guys are basically fighting over a king of the ring title. This is nice. That was, it's just as pathetic. At steakhouses as... in the streets. <laughs> hey guys, come to Pittsburgh. Ruth Chris Steakhouse is a really just good venue. Soccer punching people. And apparently, uh, Masvidal had his face covered, which like. There ain't nobody wearing masks in Miami right now. No. Like, that guy is suspicious. Yeah. Nobody questioned that, man. Nobody was wearing mags, masks in Miami when people were dying in, <laughs> in Miami. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but according to a report from MMA Junkie, Masvidal has not yet been charged at the time of this with a crime. Uh, but as a result, the incident police reports do state that at the time of the writing, the talent is currently the only suspect under investigation. So that likely means... Just from my knowledge and experience here, he's going to face some felony charges, and then his attorney's going to really fight those things down. But if Covington's really shown that he's going to do whatever it takes to get Masvidal in trouble, so this could be... It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I guess it wasn't all for story. They really freaking hate they each other. They don't like each other. At least that's apparent, but they are both dum-dums. I, I just like both of them as well now. Yeah. Well, you know who else uh, got in trouble? Another dumb dumb. Conor McGregor! Yes, yeah, so Conor McGregor made news early this week by saying, oh yeah, I'll return to the 170-pound weight class and take Usman's title. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, uh, yeah, I uh, rolled hey, my eyes at that too. Hey, Conor, do you want to invest in avocado crypto coins? I really feel like you're in a vulnerable <laughs> state of mind right now. And it's only $500. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Work. So he said, I believe myself versus Usman for the 170 pound title is, for my comeback fight is the one I'm eyeballing. So, like, for his comeback, he's not going to take a couple 170s. I think, and he lost to Diaz at 170. Yeah. Right? He so lost to Diaz. 170 is not great. I mean, he is beefy looking now. Yeah. But uh, so the day after he did all this, he went and got himself arrested again Smooth. For, for the, uh, I think, the 14th time. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a couple many. Yeah. 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 Um, so he's uh, now facing a dangerous driving uh, charge in Ireland. So it's, I guess, like uh, reckless driving here in the States. Yeah. Um, with a potential uh, fine and spending six months in prison. So I don't know what he did, but he did something bad. Um, uh, he has since been released on bail, of course. Uh, McGregor's team came out and released a statement about the arrest right away, saying he was driving to the gym when he was stopped. He passed his alcohol and drug tests uh, that he took at the station without a problem. He didn't give the police a problem, so he's out. Oh, here it is. 18 previous convictions, um, most of them for traffic offenses, but I think he's also due in court next week for a civil sexual assault case, not a criminal. Jesus Christ. And then he also punched that old guy in the Man head. Man cannot stay out. I think he settled with that guy out yeah. of court already. Did he ever settle on all the uh, the people got hurt on the van or the I think he settled out of court with all of them, too. <laughs> this is why the man needs to come back for a fight. He needs to make some money. Yeah, he's paying yeah. it all out in the courtroom. Or just go up Paige Van Zant route, dude. Just getting OnlyFans. Yeah. Getting OnlyFans and punch. Well, no, don't punch. Don't, yeah, don't. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Scratch that. Listen, I can't be the premier face you touch of avocado <laughs> crypto coin. With uh, He can go punch Sammy Guevara in the face. Oh, yeah, there for sure. Go. Yeah. Guess what we did on that belt, bro? <laughs> num, 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 num. So, sushi off that thing? I would. I would. I mean, who, honestly, that's art. It's art at that point. It was a nice picture. It was a nice picture. You know, I saw that nice? on Twitter, too. And that's why you stay. That's why you stay. But you also know why you want to stick stick around because 
we're going to break for some ads and our sponsors are in there. And if you support our sponsors and you support us and when you support us being some pretty cool stuff and don't worry, just because I'm making boatloads of cash on avocado crypto coin doesn't mean I don't want to support our sponsors. So if you hear something that you like, go check them out. And one thing I'll never do is not see you on the other side. I wrote round two. So get ready. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Nick. I'm the host of Nikolai's Kitchen, and I'm also the host of the annual live stream for The Cure. Livestream for the Cure is a charity event where we raise money with content creators and podcast partners from around the world for the Cancer Research Institute, a wonderful nonprofit researching cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This is a mission and a future that I truly believe in. And myself and my team worked tirelessly over the past five years to raise over $50,000 for this cause. This year, we're aiming for our biggest single goal to date of $20,000, and we cannot do it without your help. Please join us for the event May 19th through the 21st, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, for 45 hours of content from people all over the world. Together, we can bring hope for a future immune to cancer. The more eyes we reach, the more dollars we raise. Please help us in making this goal a reality. Together, we can make a difference. Nice ink, Adam. Yeah, I got your name on my ass. <laughs> uh, I was talking about your forearm, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been taking care of it. Yeah, it looks great, man. Uh, what, are, what are you using? I'm using Lucky 13's Tattoo Cleanser and Healing Ointment. This ointment is incredibly fresh and invigorating. It effectively removes all surface oils and dirt while not dehydrating your new tattoo. Dude, I actually got some of Lucky 13's Tattoo Balm. It's all natural, not oily, and applies easily. The balm improved my color and definition, and the vibrance on this ink makes it look like it's brand new. Oh yeah, man. I found their products after taking their online quiz and it pointed me in the right direction. Hey, guess what? And right now, if you use our promo code MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order from their site. From the first line of your tattoo to the first year of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13 has you covered to keep that ink looking fresh. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something that you like. Because again, when you support our sponsors, you support us. And when you support us, we bring some pretty cool stuff. Like bringing you Maddie avocadocrypto.com check it out right now i just launched the site while we were in break do not scam our listeners it's, it's a not scam. a scam it's a scam it's look i bought this what shirt what happened to your I suit i bought this shirt did your suit did you buy the shirt or did your suit get repoed no no it's like when you buy something from errands did you lease you, the suit you say lease like it's a bad thing but when you lease a suit you can wear it for as long as you want and return pieces that you just want to like swap in and out i had the pants on I don't want the, the suit jacket anymore. And the shirt was like old. Like it was like an old purple shirt that I didn't want anymore. So I bought this shirt with uh, all my avocado crypto. Yeah, baby, for only $500 and our promo code DWTB, you can have just the return. No, you're not the using the podcast promo code. What? No. I'm not getting involved with it. It's a scam. Hey, guess what? Did you not get your 19%? Is that why you're in a t shirt now? <laughs> Come on, dude. Well, I'm just. I got my 19 I heard you outside screaming, and then you came back in without your suit. You were listening? It's a very thin walls. No, it's, it's an old house. house. We're in a basement. Just, it's, anyway. You were screaming really loud. How loud? 
no, don't take my suit. Oh, fuck. Okay, so. And then you started crying. I Okay. Full, full, disc, full disclosure. Okay. Um, you were crying. I need help. I need a lot. Of, I need a lot of help. Um, I didn't actually go to Sacramento for 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 anything. I I have a, I have a problem. And you're addicted to avocados. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's not avocado crypto. It's just literally fucking. I went to an avocado farm and I spent too much money, and I try to pretend like it's crypto. They don't, they don't have a shelf. Like I've that. been drawing NFTs by myself, just trying to sell them. But nobody wants what the fuck I'm drawing. I just thought you drew something on a piece of paper and then people bought it. And then that's what you did. If you're talented. Yes. Yeah. Don't do, well, dude. Don't, don't tell Cruz. Cause I'm Cruz. Can Chavez Chavez. How about, how, how about we do round two beers? Can you pour me around? No. You sh- could you, did he not pay you? He did not pay me. Oh. I'll get you a beer, sir. <clears throat> so, um, support our sponsors so you can support us. And when you support us, I can pay my my suit bill. Uh, so, it is round two. And and we have beers put them together. Call it round two beers. <laughs> what are we drinking? I smacked the can <laughs> like a goofball. Uh, we got a little something from 11th Hour here in uh, Pittsburgh, down in Lawrenceville. It's called Marvin, and Marvin. it's it's got a it's got a cute cat with a bow tie on it. Yeah, uh, it's their dry hopped saison coming in at 7.2 ABV. And Marvin is a beer fermented with a blend of saison and wit yeast, then dry hopped with a generous amount of citra. So it's a, like a pilsner base, and you get some of that. White pepper and orange peel wit flavoring, along with the spiciness of a saison. So why don't you go and take your first sip while I tell everybody where you can go to find 11th well, you Hour. You my beer. I guess you're sorry. A little bit. So if you want to find what's going on 11th Hour, all you have to do is search them out on all social media. 11th Hour Brewing. Uh, they are active on all forms of social media, and they are known for some of the most uh, aggressive brews as well. They have some high ABV beers that can really knock your socks off. Some big off. stuff. Some big stats. They do some great IPAs. Yeah. Blue Sparrow is like a fixture there. Yes. And if you haven't had Blue Sparrow. Go get it. It's amazing. You have to try it out. This um, is a freaky ass beer. Sorry. I was going to ask you how it was. I'm going to take my first sip. So why don't you go ahead and talk it about it. It is a Frankenstein of beer styles in a good way. I, I get everything they're saying. I get the Saison. I get the wit. I get hoppy. It's crazy. I get like pale ale wit Saison in that order. I'm almost getting a licorice flavor in there for a hot second. That's part of that wit flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And it pours nicely, too. That's, that's an interesting damn beer. It really is. It's good. It's very interesting. I like it's called Marvin. I want to go, Marvin. Marvin. This is good. Damn, dude. Thank you, 11th Hour. This is interesting. Yeah. Delicious something and interesting. Something new. Yeah, for sure. Finally, I've been searching for something odd. You there know you what I mean? And here we go. We got it. We're going to have to go to 11th Hour. Yes, sir. I'm not against that. So we are in round two. We have some delicious beers. I have an assistant who hates me and some crypto that failed, and I invested in avocados and lost my suit. But one thing I do know is the guys over at Barstool continue to put out some of these lists that I do not agree with, and the crazy bro dudes over there decided to put together the top ten uh, pizza styles. And because uh, it's the, they go around like trying pizzas everywhere, 
and raiding them and really being mean to them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. El, uh, El Presidente, their their head. Yeah. Yeah. He's not very nice. I love those videos though because he's not very nice. Oh yeah. Do you, do you ever see that one where he tells like the the one guy's like he's like it's it's cold pizza. He's like well, you get to get the fuck out of here. He's like I planned on it. This is a cold piece of pizza you hand to me from the oven. <laughs> I'm definitely gone. The one he uh, that they kicked him out. Yeah. When he was doing it out front, I actually ate there before. Is it good? It was good pizza. <laughs> it was in uh, Kentucky. I was. I, we oh, actually went on our honeymoon for lunch. Yeah, yeah, you went on that nice little tour, the Bourbon yeah. Trail. Yeah, yeah. Also, full disclosure, Adam got me this shirt. He knew I was in dire straits. Yes, yeah, gift. I, I was. I wasn't going to make you say that. I have to because I got to make it up. I just, you know, I screwed up, and so a- anyway. Uh, so we have <sighs> fuck ten pizza styles. Can I borrow? Ten pizza. I'll buy you a pizza after the show. I don't want pizza. I need like twenty five bucks. I got you. I got you. So these ten pizza styles, uh, we are going to go through these things and see Dummy. if any of these are worth a top ten list. Um, so w- what do you want to do? You want to start with ten and work up to one, or one down to ten? How they have them ranked? Uh, let's go. T- let's go. 10 to 1. 10 to 1? Yeah. We're starting off with one that I re- actually really like a lot, and it's it's a childhood favorite of mine, and it's the, the French bread pizza. Yeah, so like your your lunchroom classic. <laughs> yes. Well, like there was the square pizza day, and then there was French bread pizza day yeah. in our school. So P- like you pizza got boat day. both. Yes. Pizza boats, yeah. Um, It might belong not quite at 10. It's towards the bottom for me, though. Yeah. When, in, the, in the larger scale pizzas. Yeah. But it does bring back some nostalgia. Do you remember the Stouffer's? Those are still banging. <laughs> still so you good. do not look at the sodium content. It will instantly give you a heart attack. Yeah. You end up like Triple H. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you Triple get, H. <laughs> listen, <laughs> if you're eating a lot of Stouffer's French bread pizza, you kind of deserve to have a defibrillator in your chest, especially if you're an adult. As a kid, you can eat whatever you want. Actually, the nice bonus to that is if you already have the defibrillator installed, it's kind of like a timer for when your next Stouffer's pizza might be done. It's oh, like a, beep, beep, smart you idea. You don't even have to set a timer, just like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, and also, you probably get, if you're only eating Stouffer's French bread pizza, you probably get a little shock every 20 minutes. I was already so. say it's yeah. probably like clockwork for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now, do you put your do you put your French bread? You're an adult now, so I'm sure you probably haven't eaten French bread pizza. It's in, been yeah. a decade Is, <laughs> or you, more. Are you a microwave or oven guy? Oh, oven guy. Yeah, oven yeah. all day. Uh, you're just now now though. Uh, I swear, air fryer. I think I would go air oh, fryer. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really. That'd be good. good. So, moving on to something that uh, my kids cannot get enough of. It's stuffed crust pizza. Talk about taking something that was already amazing and adding more amazing stuff to it. They basically threw mozzi sticks in your crust. Yeah. And, and it's I'm awesome. About that life. Thank you. Best thing Pizza Hut ever did. Yeah. And still continues to, dude. Nothing else you guys have come up with in a really long time. Definitely belongs on the top 10 list. Yeah. I'm down with it. Especially because, like, you can get it anywhere. And, not, and, like, other, like, small franchises, like mom and pop shops will give you a stuffed crust as well. And they're just like laughing at you, taking away like, we're going to kill that person. Right. <laughs> what we've right. done here. Uh, here is a, here's a pizza style that I wish would just go die. Uh, a tomato pie. I don't want it. It's a square pizza with a thick amount of sauce and a sprinkle of Parmesan cheese. No. Yeah. No Good cheese, lots of sauce. Uh, it has a place, but as like yeah. an appetizer in the trash. I don't think it's a pizza. It's not a pizza. There is a variation of this that I like. I'm not sure if it's on the list or not, but We'll talk about it at the end, if not. All okay. right. Um, the Chicago Tavern-style pizza, which is a thin bar-style pizza. I love these things. Yeah, so this is like, 
I researched it, and I don't know. Chicago's just getting a big freaking headache. You already got the deep dish, Chicago. Yeah. Take it easy. Let it go. So I tried to look up Chicago tavern-style pizza, and I just found general tavern-style, which yeah. is what everybody would get at their neighbor in at least in Western PA where we have them, yeah. your neighborhood dive bar just like that an, serves pizza. Like it an goes, amorphous. Like, <laughs> Well, you know, it goes through the conveyor belt. Yeah. It comes out. I mean, they, they probably toss their dough. Sometimes there's cornmeal on it on the outside. Yeah. Just a great solid pizza. Is it it belongs a mar- on the list. Like a margarita? Like no, a margarita. no, no, no. That's Actually, that's not. Well, there's margarita. a style like that. I do like a margarita I pizza. do, too. If, if I'm super hammered, I go margarita pizza. I don't pay you to talk. I do that for lunch. Okay. I don't. I don't, you don't pay. You don't pay him at all. <laughs> you might not want to bring up the payment. Scratch thing. that real quick. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have Detroit style, which I've fallen in love with. I love Detroit. Style. I, I have. I there's something about the extra sauce on top. It's, and it's the very made its crispy. way. It's made its way to Pittsburgh, and I. It's made its way into my heart more yeah. than one reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna kill me. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and there's uh, two breweries I can think of off off the top of my head that do a wonderful one. Oh yeah, uh, Shoe Brew up nice. in Zeely, mm-hmm. and oh no, I'm blanking. Boom, East End. Oh, oh That's yeah, too, yeah. Yeah, East End. East End always is on the cutting edge of food. Yeah. They always seem to have what the trend is. Because that's like Detroit style became a trend. Yeah. So Detroit style, for those of you who don't know, it's a square pizza that they bake in a pan. Not a pan pizza, though. But it is like a buttery, crispy. The cheese gets between the pan and the crust. So you get that yeah. Ooh. that more, like that singed cheese on the edge. It's so good. It's phenomenal. And then some people put some tomato sauce on top. Some yeah. don't. Um, there's variations. Um but a good pizza. If I have nowhere to go the next day, I'd probably move it into my top five. I'm putting the sauce on top of I have nowhere to go the next day because I'm I'm fighting heartburn. Yes, the whole Absolutely. next day. Yeah, I'm tums in it. Speaking of tums in it, Chicago deep dish pizza, the epitome of this may not be a pizza anymore. It, I mean, it's it, one step above the tomato pie. Yeah, it, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's right there with French bread for me. Like not great. It's there. Not gonna feel good after you eat. No, good lord, no. you yeah. have to have friends. You can't just go eat yeah. that by yourself because I don't know if you've noticed this, but you just can't order a piece of deep dish pizza. You have to order a deep dish. Yeah, because if you just order a piece, it's just gonna just falls apart fall everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. I, the thing I don't like about it is you can't eat it in your hand. Like you need a fork and knife. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like an idiot when I eat. It's like eating ribs with a fork and knife. Like, yeah, I don't want to do that either, and exactly. I feel out of place. Um, not oh, to say, I oh, had... Sonny, do you need help with your chicken nuggets? <laughs> oh, please, Dad. Can I have ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> so, St. Louis style, which is a cracker-like thin crust made with no yeast and uses processed cheese. Let me just tell you, this is up there for me. I've never had it, but I looked into what the processed <laughs> cheese is, and it's called, like, prov- Provolio. Yeah. And it's provolone, Swiss, and cheddar, I think, mm-hmm. mixed. Which instantly got me like, oh, I could try this. Yeah. I've definitely had a thin cracker like crust on pizza yeah. before, and I like that. So yeah, I was like, processed cheese, that sounds nasty. Let me look it up. I was like, oh, never mind. That yeah. sounds good. It's really good. It's just like a blended like slices of cheese, like deli slices of cheese. Can I tell on. you? What Where'd you this, have it at? I like in Gi- like Giant Eagle. Like they just had it. Really? Like one of those meal deals. No. Let, can I tell you what it tastes like? Yeah, a good lunchable. Okay. It tastes like a good lunchable Down pizza. Oh, it's so good. It takes me back to my childhood. And if you have a good sauce with it, it really 
takes off. Now, what I do, ultra fat kid move, is I'll, I'll go to the deli section and get, like, prosciutto, and I'll use that on pop. Jeez. Yeah. You're classy. I, well, I don't have a suit on anymore. But, hey, when I had a suit on. Yeah, you were classier. Though. I was really classy. Um, Wearing your suit, beating homeless people. In rock, in paper, rock paper sit. The pause is odd. The pause. The pause is odd. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so we're going on to uh, Neapolitan, yeah. which I've never had this. So this is, I think this is what your margarita. This is also like a margarita. Oh, okay, okay. Like a margarita is a uh, style of this with just cheese. Okay. Like you can get other veggies on it, and then it just becomes Neapolitan. I looked into it. So when you get your margarita here in Pittsburgh. It's technically a Neapolitan style. Okay. Which is just like a very simple uh, style pizza, very rustic looking, and then just uses very fresh ingredients. So you got fresh tomato, you got the fresh balls of mozzarella on it. Oh, you got some okay. basil. You know. I like that. So, I like A little that. bit of char on the crust, a little blackening on the crust. I, and that's what I De- think sells that. It's definitely top three for me. Yeah, for sure. If it's, yeah, I've had it before. I didn't know it was called that. And it's, yeah, it's really good. And it's easy to make, too. I can make that at home. With my old, I have a dough recipe that I can make a couple of these with, and that I can definitely make a Neapolitan crust. Yeah, if you did one at home, it'd probably end up looking pretty, and ending up pretty Neapolitan. As long as you're, yeah. like, not putting craft mozzarella all over no 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 like if you're using that buffalo mozzarella or the oh yeah mozzarella, yeah. Like, oh, yeah dude i got some new pizza stones for my nice. grill i can't wait oh, dude, grilled pizza is the best i know i can't wait dude i cannot wait so uh new york style pizza if you like teenage mutant ninja turtles you know exactly what new york style pizza is it is wide and thin and you fold it over i'm a folder and the, and the cheese drips oh, uh, yeah. new york style i'm a folder fold and i tell you what i do too so a place here called Pizza Parma does actually actually has a good New York style. It's not the best pizza, but their New York slices are incredible. And I take Frank's Red Hot and I put it down the, middle, the middle of the fold. And then you have heartburn. What the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah, and I drink like three double hazies. I was gonna say yeah, get some double hazies on there to really burn you yeah. out. I had to go five thousand calories and two slices of pizza and three beers and then hate myself for about roughly a weekend. <laughs> just wake up with bloated farts and wonder why. <laughs> I wake up with bloated farts and a, 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 a prenuptial agreement's ripped in half from my wife. <laughs> I only care because I know. No, it's 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 there. It's happened enough. Yeah, dude. I the reason why I eat New York style is because of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's yeah. like that looks delicious. And finally, and this is number one, and I love this number one because it's my number one, and it's because oh. Dave Portnoy is from this area. So thin coal-fired new haven style pizza i anthony's coal-fired pizza i know it's a chain but changed the way i eat pizza when it came around i love this yeah I, ne- I never i never i've heard of new haven style but i didn't think i ever had it before and then i looked it up i was like oh yeah that's anthony's coal-fired pizza yeah, basically 100 percent. i mean yeah. the the new haven stuff looked like it had a little bit cheaper of like a cheese on it it looked a little more chain like like cheap yeah yeah. On the cheese. But the, the crust looked the same. Yeah, I could agree with that. Especially when you get in some bigger chains. They're going to put the big slices of cheese yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Or something like that. But yeah, so that's basically your coal-fired pizza, which is my favorite as well. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's your favorite style. Do you have a least favorite out of all these? My least favorite's not on the list. And it's pan. Remember, a couple places do it. Pan pizza? Oh, yeah. I do not like pan pizza. Pass. But you know what's missing? What? Sicilian Oh, yeah. It's not on the list, and that's a great Dude, slice. 
I have a place up by me called A and B Pizza, and they make the best Sicilian. Yeah. On the planet, and it's you're getting tons of crispy, airy bread, yeah. and they have they have homemade sauce. I'm getting hungry thinking about it right now, but it's really good. And then they also have the juxtapose it. You can get a special where you get a medium Sicilian and a medium New York style for like 20 bucks. Oh, nice. Dude, it's so perfect. Much, it's, it's so nice. Yeah. It's best of both worlds. Yeah. It's the best. So do you, uh, I guess my favorite, I mean, we both kind of said our favorite style on the list is the new Haven. The cool yeah, fire. absolutely. Uh, you have a, what's your least favorite on the list? Oh God. I'm going to, I'm probably going to go with tomato pie. I just don't. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's, I feel like someone just stopped. Like someone was making a pizza and went, mm, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> just, Parmesan. Blah. Yeah, I agree. Um, pan is probably the worst, but tomato pie is tough to even call pizza. I would rather eat pan pizza. Though. I guess if I have to pick something different, I'd go to Chicago Deep Dish. Yeah. Was there anything missing on here? I know you said one thing. Yeah, well, I already said the Sicilian, but yeah. in addition to that, uh, and it's kind of a play on what some of the Detroit style does, but here in Pittsburgh, and for some reason, I see it a lot in like Charleroi and yeah. Washington County. It's called a red top pizza, yeah. which is just like... Kind of like your New York style or your Neapolitan, but then they put the the sauce on top too. Yeah. I know uh, Calientes does it too. I it's really now. good. Yeah, it's I really love good. it. I love extra sauce. Yeah. So especially I'll, if it's good, like robust sauce with like some chunks in it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I like Polish pizza. I don't know what Polish pizza is. Beto's. Beto's pizza. Oh, I love Polish pizza yeah. too. <laughs> I love Polish pizza. It's like, and and they, it's lovingly called Polish pizza because they say, oh, they forgot to finish it. Because that's, you know, be disingenuous to Polish people. Sorry. But uh, it's, it's the crust with really, really tangy sauce. And then they bake that. And when it comes out, then they put the cheese and the toppings on. So you're yeah. getting cold cheese and toppings and you're getting the chewy with the sauce and oh, it's just it is a good combo. Oh, it's junk food pizza, one thousand percent. I can't get anything else there bes- uh, except for sausage and banana pepper. Sometimes Ooh. I'll get pepperoni and banana pepper, but that, sausage and banana pepper, good combo. Cold on top of all that cheese, oh, so so good. Just the right amount of acid, sting. Love it. Uh, so Adam, freaking starving. <laughs> after this, we gotta go get some pizza. Yeah. So Adam, it looks like when I took a week off here, and you you. Good job. Can I say that real quick? Took the reins. You took the reins. You did a very good job here. I'm so proud of you. You might want to wait till after this segment to I say know. all this. <laughs> but I'll say this. Adam told me, hey, listen, I did the notes. They're in your drive because I did them in your drive. And by accident. <laughs> and he goes, please don't read the last part because you went out to our listeners and you threw out an AMA, not an not an ask me anything. It's an ask Matt anything. Yes. So I feel like. I got to go out to the West Coast and have a little bit of fun, lose a bit of money, and I got to come back. And now I'm going to be sitting here in, in the proverbial hot seat to a degree while you fire out questions from our loving listeners. Which, by the way, thank you guys for listening to us because because of you guys, we are in the top 200 for Apple. We are in the top 100 for Good Pods, and we are in the top five for wrestling podcasts on Good Pods. So because of you guys, we get to keep doing this and get to keep bring you cool content so thank you so much for that and thank you for all these questions i'm about to really screw up so adam ask matt anything big thank you for me too and thank you for all the replies i did get them all in here so you have 10 of them oh jesus um and yeah 10 i got 10 questions in three days so that's and all from unique listeners so nice it was pretty fun thank you guys um so matt who is your favorite wrestler who never really made it to the main event oh crush easy oh that's a good crush uh he had such a cool idea 
where he was like just an unstoppable big man with a heart punch and he and he had the angle where like you can't do the heart punch anymore you're you're killing wrestlers i loved crush a and, lot and then he joined uh what was the bdsm team <laughs> remember he was like the yeah. third wheel they were like we need a big man with a huge dick go yeah. get crush yeah. <laughs> what was their name why can't i remember they all wore bdsm gear yes yeah i can't remember it was like either. the wwe's knockoff of uh demolition demolition <laughs> yeah. yeah he was demolition crush i love it like Went to WCW and did a bunch of drugs. Anyway. Sorry, Crush. <laughs> Matt. Yep. You're a slasher villain. What is your weapon of choice? What's your go-to killing? Oh, nice. Um, I, I've always been a fan of the axe, but what I want to do is use the pickaxe. I think a pickaxe is super cool because what I'm thinking of is, shout out to your old band, Hitting a half cap with a pickaxe is sick. Yeah. So I would go like full, you know, like My Bloody Valentine. I was just going to say My Bloody Valentine, a little yeah. wrong turn. Absolutely. That, that, just hearing that, ugh, that before you hit the, oh, yeah. Pink. You can put it through Squish. an eyeball real easy. Yeah, absolutely. Nice, man. Um, somebody wanted to know what your next tattoo is. Do you have it planned out? Oh, good question. Yeah, so I have two two ideas, and one of which, so I want to get, um, I have, I have kids, and I want to get something for my uh, youngest daughter here, but I also want to get uh, an Amigo the Devil tattoo right here. So he pointed to his for, for the listeners. He pointed to his yeah. forearm and like his inner elbow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you should you should watch us too. Yeah, you, you should watch us on YouTube. But. Search out DWTV on YouTube. Subscribe to us. Uh, so my my forearm and then the little one on the inside of my elbow, and then eventually Adam and I are getting every time I die tattoos. Yeah, I got to talk to you about that. I think I'm getting mine sooner than later. No! Okay, okay that's fine. <laughs> we'll just have to coordinate a date. Okay. Um, who is your celebrity crush? Male? and One male and one female. Ooh, good one. So female is very easy. I've been saying this for years. Eliza Dushku is my female celebrity crush. I don't know if I know who she is. Wrong turn female lead. Okay, I know who she is. Yeah. yeah that works. Wow. Thank you, Eliza Dushku, for being who you are. <laughs> Thanks I, for hitting a lane of movie where I know who she is. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I would have said new guy as well because she was yeah, in that one as well. She and, and, and to not be so disingenuous and only be on looks, she's actually a really phenomenal actress. She does a good job in all her movies. She looks um, great. She, played, oh, she was actually in a really cool movie called Group Sex, which sounds weird. I, I saw that. Too. Yeah, with uh, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. It was amazing. She looks great. Yeah, she looks fantastic in that movie. Um, and then for a male, I mean, we all say Ryan Reynolds, but I don't want to be that guy. I would say my male crush is probably Brendan Urie. I, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, I re like, dude, he like oozes sexuality you could dominate that little man i could there's no way he can get I'm away just from thinking me. of the the height and weight offset like yeah i he's just like <laughs> you're mini me he's standing in front of me just going oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> all right who is the absolute worst fictional character ever in your opinion <laughs> i thought that was a creative one uh dobby from harry oh, potter he is such a fucking piece of shit he's my favorite thing i hate it like you give him a sock i don't know it's it, it i understand the storyline behind him for that but i was just like i could deal with all of harry potter without him and in a close second i would say rush from Mega Man because I even know who that is. it's his dog oh he does Aww. nothing he does no not ah <clears throat> That fucking dog can fly and turn into a surfboard, and he never does when you need him to. Oh, okay. So, bye. And he's a robot, so if he passes away, it's not sad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man's best friend, my ass. Yeah. Uh, 
What's the worst thing you've ever done for money? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's uh, avocadocrypto.com. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever done for money, uh, I would say, um, I'll say the worst thing I've ever done with money. Can I say that? Uh, you can do both. Okay. So the worst thing I ever did with money is I got tricked by a high school childhood friend into giving him 60 bucks to buy heroin. So it's the worst thing you did with money. Yeah. What's the worst thing you did for, for money? money? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so You're skating around this question very. I'm trying very to, broadly because it's in my brain and I'm very embarrassed by it. But fire sale, everything must go. This is what you get for Cal- going to California for a week. <laughs> so whenever I was in uh, college, Papa was broke, and I had really mean friends back home. Not you. I had really mean, mean friends. I was mean too. And just uh, not to you. I didn't have money for gas to get to school. Oh no, this is about to get dark. No, that's not. It's not oh, dark. Okay. It's funny. <clears throat> it's funny now that I think about it. It's very exploitative. I thought it was like fear and loathing. We were going down a fear oh, and loathing God. in Las Vegas no. vibe. I never did went that far. I'm not that <laughs> disparaged. But um, I had a friend um, who was he, he was doing very well, and he decided that he would give me. Um, $25 for my gas tank if I did the truffle shuffle in front of him and all of the people he was with at a in bar. In college? In college. Oh, I'm so glad I was there. I was working two full-time jobs and going to school full-time, and I still didn't have enough money to put gas in my tank. And I did the truffle shuffle in front of about, like, 10 people for $25. Was it in your Fox's pizza uniform? Yep. <laughs> I, was, I just remember that one job you, out of the two you had. Money making money, baby. There you go, bud. <laughs> Got to spend money to make money, yeah? You got to, man. Uh, <laughs> capital begets capital. So one of the most creative questions we got in, if you could have any pro wrestler rub your feet, why is it gold dust, and what scent is the oil that dust is using? <laughs> so it definitely would be gold dust. I feel like you're going to ask who asked all these by the end, right? So it's definitely gold dust uh, because I know he's really going to get into it. Yeah, he's going to find all the nooks and crannies. So um, what, what sense the oil he's using to rub your cum big feet? Cum scented. But <laughs> <laughs> it's oil, right? Sure. Uh, when you let it sit for long enough, it separates. <laughs> I don't know. What was the flaxseed oil? I don't know what the hell you. What do you rub feet with? I like your answer was fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> What what uh what horror movie do you absolutely hate that was applauded by the masses? It's like a fan favorite. Everybody in the horror community likes it, but you can't stand it. I know there's got to be one. Yeah, I, I yeah I do have one, and it's you know I feel like I might hit you in the head with my beer glass. I don't think you're gonna no. Well, or I might agree with you. It's a possibility. I don't know. Um, so it's just a movie that I just don't I don't find to be very entertaining. But like people go, people go pretty fucking crazy for it. I, I don't like the original Dawn of the Dead. I don't like oh, it. I don't I like it at all. It. I think I it's was about to high five you too. I thought we were on the same wavelength. What were you thinking? I thought you were gonna say The Shining, and I was gonna give you a big high five. <laughs> I thought if I said The Shining, people would get really fucking mad. That movie's so bad. <laughs> Take Jack Nicholson out of it. It sucks. Dude, you... Okay, so... Yeah. Kubrick, great concepts on shooting the film. I don't know what you did. You tortured a bunch of people. I don't like it. I just don't... I don't like it. I don't it. completely disagree with you on Dawn of the Dead either. Um, I, I It doesn't... It doesn't... 
stand up to the test of time super well, but it's still important for what it was. I feel like what it did was it rehashed the first one so much. Like, it, it, it played on racial tension, socioeconomic distressors. Uh, and it was then, also being like a slave to commercialism. Slave to commercialism. I like that part. But also building your securities from the inside out, just like how Night of the Living Dead was. You like, oh, like, oh, I can get past this whole like talking to a black guy thing if he protects me and makes the house really strong. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And that's what I felt this one was like you had the narcissistic cisgender white men, cuck motherfuckers. Oh, man, Matt's work, everybody. <laughs> I came back from the West Coast. I'm here to make a difference, okay? No, I just think it was, um, it, it just played on those tropes, continued to play on those tropes, and it got boring for me, but not to the point where like I've turned The Shining off. I've never turned Dawn, I, Dawn of the Dead. I've off. tried to. I, I do continuously watch The Shining, trying to like find stuff. You can't, because once you watch the whole thing once, guess what? You rough. watch the whole thing. I do like that the the poor the poor man drives up there in his uh, sled mobile for the whole movie, and then gets axed the question. Yeah, as he shows up. That's that is a good part. He's he's really gonna save it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, in all honesty, the most creative question I got. Matt, you were just sentenced to a 20-year prison sentence. Which group do you choose to survive, and why do you choose them? Oh, dude. So I have a really, really quick answer for that, for who I would get with. But let me just tell you my plan. So I have a friend who is like, if I ever go to jail, what I'm going to do is first day, I'm going to shit on myself and smear all over myself and then tackle a, a corrections officer. And they'll just like, no one will ever want. pretty good one. Never touch me again. Because I heard there was a stand-up comedian. I cannot remember who it was. Yeah. And they were like, first day, you just rip out your pubes and eat them. Yep. You just <laughs> established them. <laughs> just be crazy. <laughs> just go as crazy as you can. But I would say if I had to pick a group, it's MS-13 all oh, day. Interesting. Uh, what, you think I was going to pick fucking Aryans? No, 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 no. No, God, no, no, no. man. Uh, I would here, listen, man. It, I I lived pretty close to a lot of MS13 yeah. members for a brief period of my life. There, <laughs> they are angry, angry men and women. Also, close second to that is Kings of the Five, Kings of the Five Crown. Well, they're the, very close to that. Yeah, those. Oh, yep. And I can tell you right now, the Cuban necktie. <laughs> you better pick the right side. I know the Cuban necktie is an MS13 thing, and then the Cuban soup is a five-point crown thing. Both of which sound horrific. Yeah. But I think about MS13. I'm going to pick them just because I know them to be very, very violent, and they protect people who do the right thing to get into the. Listen, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get fucked. I mean, you're in for twenty years. I'm. I'm you might as well. You'll heal. They're gonna hurt me a lot, but then they'll protect you. Yeah. Well, and then our last question. Hey, Matt, long-time listener, first-time caller. Good Who is your favorite beer, uh, favorite Pittsburgh beer grammar, and why is it Pittsburgh Beer Douche from Anonymous Listener? Oh, oh e easy response. It's um, the Pittsburgh Beer Douche's friend, uh, Hella Beautiful. Uh, that's, <laughs> I, I really... <laughs> I really enjoy uh, Jen is great. Jen is fantastic. Um, no, I here's what I'll say. It's hard to pick my favorite beer Instagrammer from Pittsburgh because I think they all do different things very well, and I which is unique because you see some of the big national ones and they start looking the same. Stable yeah. themselves, you know, like it's it's a stamp. Boom, 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 boom. But I would say uh, I I do I love Pittsburgh beer douche. I love uh, Hello Brutiful. I I mean uh, the is it Tangled. Tangled and Brew, yeah, yeah. Tangled, uh, fantastic. And they all do different things. They all have different beers they like. Some of them work in the beer industry, so they have a behind-the-scenes thing. So it's kind of cool. They all do their own thing. But if I had to pick one, 
I'm gonna pick Jen. I do like Hello Brutal uh, a lot. Mike, you got sold. Out. Sorry, dude. I uh, I like everybody, but Jen Jen is taking the cake from her. Her her ability to break down the beers, I really enjoy yeah. that. So yeah. I still can't get over her. Uh, I don't know if it was a reel or a TikTok where she did the the dudes in craft beer. She hurt my feelings, oh. <laughs> dude. I identified with like two of those it's guys. So and I was like, yeah, it's pretty accurate. As soon as I saw a hams come out of a pocket, I was like, yep. well, that's me. Podcast guy, that's me. <laughs> Just like sniffing it with my big headphones on. Yeah. Hey, what's up? And hey, you survived the AMA. That was all oh, this week. That's wow. everything. Good job. <laughs> that was a good one, man. Thanks. Yeah. So let me just, real quick though. <laughs> you can't flip them back on me. It was Ask Matt anything. No, I know, no, no. Oh, okay. But of course, the Pittsburgh beer douche one is from right Pittsburgh beer douche. Uh, I want to know who asked me about gold does rubbing my feet. Good friend of the podcast, your former boss, Ben Stefan. Oh, <laughs> good one, Ben. He said he thought you might be able to guess it was him. No. Yeah. yeah. That, that was really good. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, that one was from It's good shit. Yeah. So you know what else is really good, Adam? What? Your beers. Hey, and you continue you. to bring some of the best beers in the Berg. So I have to ask you, Adam, what is on tap and where can you find us? Yeah. So the only thing really on tap right now that trying to get on out of here we have a little bit of the red ale left but i think that's going to be leaving the tap room this weekend um but the new clouds that we had in segment one again simcoe idaho seven mosaic citra cloudy a little bit of sweetness a little bit of dankness nice and thick on your palate those will be getting bottled up and and you can come over and pick it up you can come over and try a draft uh all week long along with what else we still have on draft everything else isn't really getting bottled up right now but we do have the red ale and a little bit of this smoke by uh, not smoke by the fist of God, crushed by the fist of God, our smoked imperial smoke by the fists of God. And we will have some uh, dark roots uh, stout on he- down here in the Jejutorium. Shout out to you, Ricky, for, for pours uh, within the week. Yeah, so cool. by, by the by the next episode, we'll definitely cool. have that on. Yeah. And then other than that, we got the tour schedule is coming together. Oh, it feels so, so we have good. a bigger where you can find a segment this week. Um, First off, and kicking off our tour schedule, is Best Brunch Ever, uh, put on by Fueled by Hops. That's May 14th at the Hop Farm Brewery Warehouse. Um, the next, just a few weeks later, Brews and Bruises, June 4th, the Ross Raver Ice Garden down in Bel Vernon, PA. Then next, we're back to the Hop Farm Brewery Warehouse for Breweries and PA Homebrew Invitational. All homebrewers, that's coming July 16th. And then look at this one. There's a big announcement. Oh, that you don't even know about. Bash Brew is doing Barrel and Flow Fest. Oh, we're doing Barrel and Flow! <laughs> August 13th at uh, at the stack at Three Crossing. Dude! We got our collab sorted out and everything just last night. So Holy we are in, in. And thank you, thank you, Dave Bracey, for Dude. letting us pour. Thank you so much. Oh. So, big announcement. Just got confirmed this week. Oh, this is amazing. I've been wanting to talk about it forever. Um, so you kept it a secret for a really long time. <laughs> Well, it wasn't for sure until this week. So, uh, and then bring up a cure October eighth at the Energy Innovation Center again. All well, mostly homebrewers. There's some pros that show up yeah. and and pour with us, and that all is going to a good cause for charity. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna be out, and uh, there's still uh, maybe another one in June. We're doing a few weeks after Bruises and Bruises. I haven't heard anything, any confirmation on that. I will tell you, it's in Greensburg. Cool. All right. Um, but so maybe I think it's June 18th. 
Cool. That's a there. that's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. time of the year too. Nice and uh, nice and warm. So if you can't make it to Bell Vernon for Bruise and Bruises, we'll be there on the 18th with with maybe the same lineup, maybe a little tweak to the lineup. That sounds good. Um, but yeah, uh, come come check us out. We're busy almost every month, and I'm sure we'll have more. I know uh, yeah. North Hills Brewfest is still out there. Um, we'll be doing that this year too. Cool. Whenever they announce a date. Wonderful. Well, good job, Adam. Yeah. If you know what's going on, Adam, down here in the Brew Lab, it's at Bash underscore Brew on all social media. as Facebook, Instagram, and I'm trying – like, he's so close to a Twitter account for the brewery. It is – I can feel it. I'm just having you run my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also on Untapped. And if you want to get tickets to any of these events, all you do is search them out on all social media. Tickets are available for most of these things, especially Best Brunch Ever, Brews and Bruises, and then the um, – I would say the breweries in PA Homebrew Invitational. I think those tickets are on sale now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they pretty are. Pretty sure they are, too. Well, at least by the time this is airing, yeah. I think the tickets yeah. will be available. I mean, just check. Check yeah. their website. Yeah. And then we'll post things, too, so keep checking in and with that, us. And I will say, I've been I've been to that Hop Farm warehouse Me too. venue a couple times for a couple events. It's nice. It's, it's wonderful. very nice. Yeah. Very, you know, industrial-looking. Bunch of barrels around you. It's, it's a, a big, cool spot. There's a big pig. Yes. The, yeah. yeah. Hop, Farm, Hop Farm has been awesome to the Humbers. Absolutely. Uh over the last couple of years, just killer yeah, plays for sure. And if you want to go with the boys down here in the Judge Tour, we are at Decay and WTV on all social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to send in your questions, comments, and whatever to Decay and WTV at gmail.com. We're on Redbubble. Where dad hats are always nineteen dollars and fifty two cents. You can uh, check us out on Good Pods. We're on Apple Pods. We're on Google Pods. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on a lot of stuff. So if you actually subscribe to us and click the little notification button, doesn't do too much for you, but it does everything for us. So thank you for our subscribers and for all the people who are going to listen to us in the future. So from where you are listening to this podcast and from where we are in the comforts of the newly sponsored avocadocryptocoin.com slash DWTV, until next time, cheers. Cheers. Thank you, guys.